Mind Gap Podcast. I'm Justin. And I'm welcome s- to my. Oh, wait, to my you know what? We should have probably. No, we're right. I didn't realize we went. No, because we didn't. Let's try it again. No, no, we're sticking <laughs> with it. We're sticking with it. Yeah. Welcome, you fucks. Yeah. We're so happy you're here. We're, and so, we, we're, we're so excited you're here. Week over week, we do things and we get it down to a routine. And then we're like, hey, let's change things up to add a little bit of zhuzh and excitement. And then it just goes tits up. As soon yeah. as we start, we started thinking about it. That's the problem. Yep, we you did. Know? We're <laughs> like, wait, wait, how's it go? Because immediately when you start talking, I'm like, oh fuck, did I fuck up this flow? I was like, I don't even remember how I do this anymore. <laughs> this is crazy. This is crazy. This is episode <laughs> two ninety three ninety two, and we just fucked right. up the intro. Like, we've been doing this for what eight years? Yeah, yeah, the eight years. Is it eight years? Yeah, eight years. Oh, my in, God. Yeah, officially in August, I think is when that time will come Jesus up. Isn't that crazy? Christ, eight really years. Is. Yeah. Just thinking about like, I've been at my day job for nine years this year. And like, so I'm like, well, fuck, we started mining up right around the same time. That's insane. And the level, the places, oh, the places we've gone, Doug. Oh, the places oh, we've gone. You're not, like we, you're not wrong. We started out, we, we started out in, no, wait, did we start out in my living room or we started out somewhere else? I'm pretty sure we started out in your living room. We did. Mm-hmm. Oh, I just feel... Okay, I guess we did start in my living room. So yeah, we started in my living room in Chicago. On did that a couple from kitchen. my apartment in Chicago. We did do a couple from your apartment, yes. Mm-hmm. And we most of them we did from that kitchen table or that 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 round small kitchen table mm-hmm. in our in my apartment. And then we a few of them we did remotely. <laughs> we did remotes in your apartment. Mm-hmm. Uh, most notably, we did the uh, post twenty sixteen post election show. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a banger. Mm-hmm. That show was man. You want to talk about a fun show? I'm talking about a snooze fest and a boohoo fest. Dear God, boohoo poopy pants fest. Yeah, yeah. We did that there, and then we moved on to uh, the Elephant and Castle uh, on Wabash in Chicago. We did a few from the Adams location. Mm-hmm. We did a few from remember the Kensington Hotel. Mm-hmm. The one there. Yeah. And where was we did? Do we do one from like the uh, from my, we did one from your no. Your office or my office? Didn't we do one from one of our offices? Our nine to five offices? We went, we, we had, um, fuck, what was his name? I just thought of it the other, uh, 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 shit. We went to one of our guest offices. He was a designer. Like, oh, that's right. Fuck. Uh, oh my God. Why am I blanking on his, his name? name is, it was in the merchandise market. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. That was an awesome space. <laughs> it was a fantastic space. Yeah. Holy fuck, shit. His name is Why escaping are we blanking me. on his name? God damn it, was, it. And we talked about uh, uh, college athletes getting paid, mm-hmm. which now would be an amazing time to have him back on the like, show. Hey. Oh, my God. We're going to have to look that. I'm so sorry to to our guest. Doug is going to look that up. So then we've also done this show from the IO Theater before it closed the first time. We've Ooh. done it from Second City. Uh, we did a whole bunch of them remotely for the last couple of years. And I'm trying to think if there's any other places that we've done this. Needless to say, all that rather to say that we should be a little bit more buttoned up. But you know what? We're not. And that's what makes us. That's what's endearing about us. That's what's. That's what, is it Sean? 
No. No. That's the other problem is when you do almost 400 episodes, it's really hard to keep all the guests. Well, it's straight. also like, you know, the keywords I want to put in is like college athletes, but that's just, you know, the algorithm's like, oh, do you want to do this? It's like, fuck. Oh, you. <laughs> I literally thought of his name just the other day. I was like, right, that's the guy. Now it's just gone. So I'll fucking remember it. I'll. What'll happen is I'll just shout it out at some point. Yeah, we had him at least twice. So I don't know. Anyway. It anyway, we're coming up on episode 400. Can you believe that shit? R. I, that, no. That, In a matter of weeks, gang, episode 400 is going to drop, which I think is a huge milestone. You know? I do, too. I feel like we need to do something big for our 400th episode. I don't know what, though. Yeah, I, I would love to do that. This is where I fail in a lot of aspects is I don't know how to do right. anything cool for <laughs> our listeners. <laughs> Or like, you know, anything like that. I, I just, that's where my mental state just fails. I've never been good at that. You know what we should do is we should go, we should, we should have, we should invite like three guests on, like eat, figure out who have, who's been the most, who's had the most appearances or who was our first three guests and invite them back on if they haven't been on yet. I think maybe Sam, Chris, and someone, they had to be close friends of ours. Yeah. Had to be. Let's get Luke Knoll back on here. Let's get Luke Knoll back on. Luke, if you're listening, what do you mean if you're listening? Luke, you're listening. Luke, you love Luke us. Knoll. We love you. You love us. Absolutely. Yeah. Let's get uh, Johnny yeah, Cruz. Just like you. Let's get Johnny Cruz back on here. You know, let's get the let's get the the classics, baby. Justin, just it happens. It happens to everybody. If you're just listening, Justin's door got invaded by his dog. You know. Yes. Yeah. And that's not a euphemism. My nope. door got invaded by my dog. Yeah. Um, it's funny because the, it was Abby, not the new one, Benny. Uh, she she's the the she's got the most interesting. She's has her own mind. We'll say that she came I hope in. So. Her bed is up here. Right. She comes over. She sniffs it. She turns around and then she lays right in front of it. And I was like, you got to. It's a it's literally it's a lazy boy brand dog bed. It's a super fucking. Com- I've sat in the thing before. It's very comfortable, and she chooses to lay on the carpet. You know who does that? Cats. That? Oh, are you a cat? Yeah. <laughs> She's like, fuck you. I wish she gives. You've seen Abby's side eye that she yeah. gives. She's just she's mid lick and she goes. She's like, <laughs> Perfect. You talking to me. She, yeah. Better watch yeah, your mouth. Turns, Better watch your mouth. Done. I'll dig a hole right yeah, outside. I'll do it. I'll ruin your I've, landscaping. I've I've burrowed through carpet before. You Don't know what I'm capable of, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> you're not my real dad. <laughs> not really, I know you're a dog. <laughs> oh my God, what am I? She starts having an existential crisis. <laughs> I just walk in and she's just staring at the wall, going, "I don't know what anything." What's is. My <laughs> What's my purpose? What's my purpose? I feel like. I feel like we have to, again, in 400 episodes, it's hard to remember what you've talked about. I feel like we've talked about this before, but where, what is your stance on calling like, oh, I'm a dog dad or, no. oh, it's a little fur no. baby. No, you don't, you're not no. into it. No, yeah, they're not your children. And I think that's, a, that's, that is step one of creating a problem when it comes to owning animals, because you look at them as your children. They're not humans. Yeah. They're animals and you should treat them as such. Not to say you treat them poorly. You have to communicate with them in the way that they understand. Right. So when people are like, you know, just letting their dog off leash, they're like, it's cool. They're friendly. And we've talked about this ad nauseum. Yeah. But always just like, you know, 
Or I think I saw something recently. I don't know. I don't know if it was recently, but it was just like a, a clip of someone who was in like, you know, people's court or some bullshit. And they're taking someone to court because apparently uh, they approached someone whose dog was not friendly and that unfriendly dog fucked up their dog. Their dog barely survived, had to go to surgery, and they had posted a video clip like they, in court of the person saying, not friendly, not friendly. And the judge is like, why did you approach them? She goes, well, they only said it once. She goes, well, how many times do they need to say it before you listen? You know, it's just stupid shit like that where yeah. people are like, these are my fur babies. I'm like, oh, that's great. You probably put, you know, clothes on them and they don't understand what's happening as it right. as, as they're just like constricted in this cloth that they don't understand. Yeah. They're probably cradled in ways that they don't like, eh, right. like, and they're just treated ways because these are my babies. It's like, listen, I love my, I love my animals. I love them. I'll, I'll do anything I can for them. But at the end of the day, it is a dog and I will obviously treat my dog. I, I've got insurance for my dog. I get a regular, right. like, I take, I, I care about her. I want to make sure she's okay, but she's my dog. She's not my child. It's a big difference. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I, 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 it's always driven me nuts. It's the 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 relating animals to ba- the your dog dad, your dog mom, your cat, you know, whatever, my fur babies. That's driven me nuts equally as much as this is my work wife or my work husband. That whole thing. I someone I can't remember what job I was working, and someone incessantly called me their. Oh, you're oh, we're like you're like my work husband. I'm like I don't want this. No, thank you. That used no, to not bother me because I guess I understood it. To some extent, like I understand the concept of it, but it's really makes me you saying that makes me feel really uncomfortable right now. If someone's like this, this was like, like, this is my work wife. I'd be like, ooh, that just feels disrespectful and gross. Yeah, I don't know. Even if the two people are in agreement with it, I don't want to hear it. Like even if the two, if it's if someone's introducing me to someone they work with, oh, it's my work wife. And she's like, yep, you're my work husband. And they're both into it. It's still I'm like, I don't. Can we just. I, just tell me that that that's Jane. I work. She's my colleague. It just implies that they're fucking. More. That's what I hear. You know, yeah. like I'm like, no, you're just a. Co- it's a colleague you spend a lot of time with. Is that what you're insinuating? Because that's then say that I, I work too much. I have a lot of. <laughs> I have. I have some folks that I used to work with that I'm still very close with that I still keep in touch sure. with. I would never refer to them as like my work sister. Yeah. My work brother. My work mom. My work dad. I, my work. I have people- wife. Right. I have people who I work with who are who have gone beyond uh, colleagues and are friends. And I will say it's not even a work friend. This is my friend, Haig. You know, like I have people I work with that are friends, but in no way, shape or form. Is there any like it's just there's something inherently about there's just an factor, you know? Yeah, absolutely. It feels really, really gross. And it feels like something that has been carried over from an older generation of work. Yeah. Of work, like you know, uh, norms. Work fornication, yeah, yeah. Where the people are just like, yeah, we work so hard all the time that you know we're just like, yeah, you're basically you know someone that I'm you know have a, a legal status with because we right. worked so many hours together. It's like, mm, do you guys do your taxes together? You know, <laughs> do you file jointly? Yeah, do you file jointly? You know, is that yeah. a tax thing? Yeah, that's gross. I don't like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and for but, and, and listen, if people are like, "Hey, I have pets," good for you. But if yes. you refer to them as like my fur babies or whatever, I'm like, mm, take it easy. Well, if that makes you feel good, then you yeah say that to yourself, but don't say that to me. Yeah, don't, <laughs> I don't want to hear it. It just yeah, don't, I don't do that. There's just something that doesn't sit right, and I don't know if it's more of a 
I don't know. You get there's part of me that's like you don't know when you say that to someone else, you don't know what their situation is. You know what I mean? You don't know if they've tried to have kids themselves. Yeah. You don't know. Or if you're saying, "Oh, look, it's your little fur baby," you don't know if you're saying that to me. You don't know what my situation is. You know what I mean? You don't know if I yeah. have kids. You don't know if I don't. You don't know if I've tried and failed. Yeah. You don't know if I choose not to have. Like you have no idea. So I would say just it, it, tread lightly because it's just a weird fucking thing you say. That's something that until. You know, I had a child and also when, you know, Jill, I, I won't even add myself to this. Jill had an ectopic pregnancy that I mm -hmm. realized, ooh, I've also known people that have struggled really, really hard to have kids that I'm much more sensitive sure. to that kind of stuff where I'm like, ooh, you know, you just you just don't know. You know, right. you know what else is weird? I want to come back to like the pet stuff because I have All right. a bit of a sad story. But um, uh, fucking Mother's Day and Father's Day. Uh -huh. I go to a store. I buy something. I go to leave. Someone goes, oh, thanks so much. And happy Father's Day. I'm like, you don't oh, know me. Oh, you're so, so just if you're out and about yeah. on Father's Day, yeah. people, random adults are wishing yeah. you happy Father's Day. Yeah, happy Father's Day. Day. I was like, you don't know if I have kids. Right, right. And the same thing. That's you true. don't know yeah. if I've tried. You don't know if I'm, right. you know what I mean? People just, even w when I was way younger working at the hotel, people would be like, I remember there's this one guy, fuck Rico, he'd be like, happy Father's Day. Hey, he just would like be doing that. He's like, happy Father's Day. I go, you know, I'm not a father. You know right. that I'm not. Like, you don't say that. Right. Like, it's weird. Like, that's yeah. also one of those days where I'm like, I lump that in with St. Patrick's Day, with Valentine's Day, like I with Easter. Don't wish me. Yeah, don't wish me good tidings on these days. I, I just like Mother's Day and Father's Day, they're invented days, right? And if you have to invent a day to appreciate that's not my whole problem with this. It's like every day is something, right? Yeah. There's something for every fucking day of the year, right? right? We don't need a day to officially be like, all right, this is the one day I'm going to appreciate my teacher, right? You know, or this is the, this is teacher, you know, whatever day, uh, fucking do it all the time. Right. Always do it. National do it on pizza your own day. terms. Go eat pizza every day. Go, do it on your own terms so that it fucking means something because. Right. I mean, if, if we are that bad as a society where we'll be like, this is the day to remind you to say thanks to your mom and say thanks to your dad. When people, what are you doing for Father's Day? I'm like, I don't fucking know. I don't, I, nothing. Yeah. I don't give a shit. Like, I don't need anything on that day. Let's go fucking do miniature golf. I don't care. Laser tag or some shit. I don't care. Yeah. Like, I don't. Don't I don't like it. I think those are days are weird to me. Those days have always been weird to me. And I get stressed out on that stuff. Anyway, because Jill's birthday is also right around Mother's Day. So I'm sure, like, great, sure, sure. a twofer. Right. Just what I need. Back to back. <laughs> you know, it's like, God damn it. Can it just be one? <laughs> I feel the same way about uh, I, I feel like I'm a little less against. I see your point 100 percent. And I'm with you on. on Thank on you for listening saying. to me. I appreciate that. And hearing You're my welcome. gripes. I hear you. I see you, Doug. Thank I want to you. acknowledge you and your feelings are valid. Um, <laughs> we, uh, I, I Before think we go any further, I think, you know. Stuff is stupid. Stuff is dumb. Doug hates stuff. Yeah. I think that was warranted. Yep, absolutely. I'm glad. I didn't realize you had that on your soundboard. I'm oh, yes. You, oh, yes. Yeah. Um, no, I, I'm a little less uh, against those uh, than you are. I will say that I'm okay. Like, not necessarily, I don't necessarily think there's something wrong with taking a day saying, hey, 
here's a is a group of people that we're going to specifically say today we're we're just gonna we're giving gonna give you a little extra thought and say we appreciate this group of people like National Teachers Day or something like that. Also agree that that should be any day of the year that you want to appreciate someone you should be able to without having to worry about. It. So I'm half and half out with with you on that. What I will say is I get insanely stressed out. I think people put way too much clout into these days and it's a it's way over like these days get way overblown because I feel the same thing with mother's day and father's day. I, I always look at Beth and I go, I, uh, what, what do you think we should get? I, I love go. What do you think we should get my mom and dad? Cause I don't know what to get my own parents. I always get so stressed out. I'm like, is it, what's, is there, is this too much? Is this too little? If I give this to them, are they going to go, wow, he doesn't appreciate me at all. You know? And I should, you shouldn't have to feel that way. You should not be made to feel is this, appreciation enough thankfully uh when i was still t speaking with my parents uh, a simple phone call or text sufficed so for that yeah. so which was great so i was like got it uh yeah. even for their birthdays that's all that you know was required which was awesome so yeah i did appreciate that so that was that was always good and honestly that's all i'm looking for like i you know me man for my 30th birthday you and drew fucking got me a case of 30 like Coke Zero, Coke yeah. like some oatmeal cream pies. It's just it was the most basic yeah, ass shit. It's, it's, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and I felt like the the most special little boy in the world. Like I was like, this is awesome. Like I I'm so yeah. easy to please. I I am the easiest person. I will if you ask me what I want, I'll tell you I don't know because I honestly don't. But if you know my my interests at all, anything you get me, I'll be like. Ooh! I'll be so excited cool. yeah. because I have no expectations. I have right. like, there's so my expectations are so low. They don't exist because I'm like, I'm so de de self deprecating where I'm just like, who's going to do anything for me on this day? Like, right. Come on. Who gives a shit? And, and I don't right. mean that. Like nobody cares. I'm just like, do you, do we really need to do this? That's kind of like my expectations. I'm going to be, yeah, it's father's day. Who fucking cares? Like whatever. Yeah. I'm a dad. Thank you. Whatever. Cool. We're moving on. So someone's yeah. like, Hey dad, we got you this like $15 coupon for like bread recipes. I'm like, that's awesome. That's right. so cool. Thank I'm excited. So yeah. yeah. Like for my birthday, like Jill fucking rented a place up in, you know, uh, in Michigan and they right. got me a video game and they got me this mini donut maker. And I was everything about it. I was like, this is so cool. I had no expectations for anything. You didn't have to get me gifts. You know, it almost feels weird because I'm like, ah, who cares? But yeah. I appreciate that sort of stuff. But I don't look for it. I don't seek it out. And unfortunately, my that's how I approach everything. But I know I have to realize, too, that not everyone approaches it that way. And that's fine. That's, right. that's fine. That's their preference. And so like, I try to meet them where they are in that regard. But as <laughs> a general societal thing, I'm like, y'all can go fuck yourselves. Like, right. no. And I think at the top of the list is Valentine's Day. That one's always going to be at the top that of the list. That one nuts. just can go eat, just, just dive off a pier. Like holding a cement yeah. block because no, but this is such bullshit and everything that's built up around it. You know, the idea of you have to do something. And if you don't, you're a lesser person because you didn't, you know, go right. out there. It's just like this. This day is so dumb. This is a dumb day to be like, hey, I'm trying to prove to you that I love you. and I'm going to do it by taking you out to a fancy dinner and, and I'm going to buy you something, maybe some jewelry, some chocolate. Some flowers, and then maybe you'll give me a blowjob. I don't know. Hopefully, fingers crossed. You know, maybe. I mean, there are some people whose Valentine's Day expectations are that. Absolutely. When I worked you at know? the hotel, 
This was a great one. We offered some sort of awful Valentine's Day special. Couldn't even tell you what was included. It was like some bottle of cheap champagne and and whatever. And this oh, this fun. woman checked in and they checked her in. Her and her husband, I guess, question mark, to a room with two double beds. And this woman flipped her fucking shit. She's like, Because there were doubles. She's like, oh, no. I'm not here for a room with two double beds. Ah, no, we're here for a Valentine's Day special. My husband and I, we're going to make love. I need a king bed. It was, it was unbelievably disgusting. Really? Like just the woman who was just like, I came here to fuck. Right. Give me my king bed. What am I going to do with two double beds? We're going to need, you're going to, when I'm done, you're going to need to burn the room down. Yes. We're going to uh, like my insides are going to be all over these walls. So oh, yeah, right. that's yeah. lovely. Yes, <laughs> horrible, horrible thing. Can you imagine working at like a place like the Sybris? Uh, with what? The Sybris. What's that? You've you've you you've seen the commercials for those are the ones uh, with like the the pools, the actual pools in the hotel rooms. Uh, they they like there's mirrors everywhere. There's pools and hot tubs. It's it's the getaway for lovers. You have uh, to have seen those commercials. They play all the time in Illinois. I don't watch cable. <laughs> but even as a kid in the Midwest, I feel like it's a Midwest. Not thing. not in rural Missouri. That not would have been a sin. I f- uh, I feel like I want you to watch. Not now. You don't have to do it now. But if you watch a Sybris commercial, yeah. Oh, Look, I just are you on their website? I'm on their website. Yeah. Ooh, boy. Is, can you okay. imagine cleaning that pool? Oh boy, I wouldn't want to put a pinky toe in that pool. Oh you know. boy, you right? Here's the thing: this are you pulling looks, it up for the viewing audience? Oh yeah, this yeah. looks really nice. Does it? I mean, just the the the, the stuff that I'm looking at. I'm like, this it's looks like a nice room, but with the context of you're coming here to fuck. Like, that's all this is. There's a fucking slide. That's weird. Yeah, exactly. These rooms are insane. Like, these rooms are absolutely insane. But again, would you ever go in that pool? Oh, uh, no. Well, right. I wouldn't want to go in there because, you know, I mean, just listen. Right. This exactly. is implied in every hotel, motel you, you stay in that there's some sort of love has been but made. This- but this it's this whole purpose of this is for this like also it's, it's standing water like it's <laughs> hey there's there's some chlorine in there sure standing water you make it seem like it's a pond out back i'm just saying yeah it's just it's a stack, yeah, stack we, gotta, we gotta throw some deet in here the mosquitoes are getting really bad sorry about that if your eyes are burning that's just a lie careful uh the the alligators really go after uh the spunk they're really attracted to it so they smell yeah. it and they just hop right in the water Tell you what, if you and your missus are going to get busy, just don't thrash around too much. You'll draw attention. Oh my god! All right, just real quick, I want to see. I want to see how much this stuff costs. I'm curious. Oh, here we go. Sweets and rates. All right, so should we book a mind gap meetup yeah. at the Sybris? FYI, the first annual uh, mind gap meetup is taking place in June. Maybe we can change it to the Sybris. That would be I'm weird. Just saying, pool party. So there's like a rate chart. All right, show me the rate chart. All yeah. right, so that's actually not bad. That's really not what bad at all. Uh, what is it? Um, it's uh, like so the country whirlpool, whatever that is. It's like 119 bucks on a Sunday through a Thursday. Friday, 
Oh boy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So they got weekend rates. They also have like afternoon rates from twelve thirty oh, no. to four thirty. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> Which are pretty cheap. Like for the for the country whirlpool, that's only that's eighty bucks. For, and uh, what, what's the time frame on that? That's from twelve thirty to four thirty. Oh boy. I think that's any day. Twelve thirty to yeah, four thirty. Four hour. Go. And the then that, that can that the, the the most that can get for four hours is the chalet swimming pool. All right. Now an overnight stay on Friday or Saturday, the most expensive one is seven hundred bucks. So that's for the chalet swimming pool. That's the top of the line. Sunday through Thursday is a little a little oh boy, last minute specials. Would you like to be the first to receive our last minute special? Text the word love to receive oh this. God. Oh boy! I'm so glad I got to introduce you to the Sybris. I love how you said that. Like, I, and I almost did my classic Doug thing. Was like, oh yeah, like acknowledging, <laughs> like I think I know what it is, even though I absolutely don't. I actually like pause. Like, oh, you don't know what this is. Like, don't, don't, don't yeah, say that. They you can do. explain. Yeah, yeah, right. Just say stop. What is that? Because I don't think that I know what that is. Um, Jesus Christ! Triple night romantic getaway. Ugh. Getaway for three consecutive nights with two afternoon getaways. Two bottles of champagne, spa gift set, two Sybaris spa robes, Oof. Su- souvenir Sybaris glasses. Dude, would you wear any merch from this place? That basically might insane, as well, right? You might as well get a t-shirt that says, I fucked at this hotel. You know what I mean? Like, well, that's, it's, it's not like you're going to like Disneyland and you're going to yeah. bring home like, oh, you got the mug from the small world ride. Like, yeah, I don't if you're wearing that, Sybaris. you're letting everybody know. You're like, I got laid here. You know? I also don't want to. I don't want... <laughs> I don't want champagne glasses in my cupboard. When people come over, I'll be like, can I get you a glass of bubbly? And it's just in the Sybris, you know, uh, it doesn't feel good. I don't know why someone would go for this Mac Daddy one. Like this What's looks like Mac Daddy one. This is the chalet swimming pool suite. And this looks like a little fucking like it's got a, a spinny slide into the pool. Like this looks like something yeah. for kids almost. It's it looks weird. like you're going up to the Kalahari. Right. It's so Wisconsin. strange. Yeah. I mean that's kind of cool. They almost it looks like they have like some sort of like like shower head over the pool that comes down from from some plants. It oh, looks kind of like cool. A, there's like a waterfall. But also, can you imagine trying to sleep with that? Because I'm not. I'm 100 positive you can't turn that off. That's just <laughs> all night. That's just that's just on all the time. There's no knob for that. Yeah. There's too. Oh, there's just too much. Oh my god. And there's so much carpet too. I just feel like this should be, just be all tile all the time. You know. Again. It probably was it was built in like ninety seven and just it never got updated. Um it's just so much like water in here. You've got this fucking know. shower, you've got the fucking pool, you've got there's like is there like a hot tub? There's like hey, a hot Doug, tub. They got one. What? What? <laughs> nope, go ahead. <laughs> oh man. They've got a hot tub the in the bedroom. All- yeah, absolutely, man. It's it's weird. It's just again, it's just like that chalet swimming pool. Like there's your pool, yeah. and then just above that, yeah, in the balcony area. That's where you're like sleeping and stuff. So like, you've They've got, got this doors. Chlorine. Nah, yeah, yeah, oh, no. I guess that is, yes, yeah. If you yeah. look at the bedroom, you know they've got glass doors. Jesus Christ, it's weird where there's like goes, hard surfaces the and then there's carpet. It's so strange. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> this is so stupid. I feel like if anything, like if 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 someone goes, oh. "Hey man, hey man, guess guess what I'm doing this weekend? I'm going I'm going to Sybilis," and in the mind, all you're thinking is, Sybilis. 
going to come. Was that it? Was that, was that it. the one? That was it. <laughs> you used it. I'll tell you what. I get it. I get right. it. Yes. You used it right. Yes. The whole time I, I just popped my head like two seconds ago. I'm like, this is the time. You can work this it in. It. It's possible. For no, anyone who doesn't know, pre-roll, I said I had two sound bites that I wanted to, I wanted to use. Just find a way to make it work and not force it. I forced it just yeah. a little bit, but it, it made sense. So it there did. We go. It was contextually. It was there. I'll yeah. say this: if you scroll down to yeah. the uh, pictures of the bedroom, uh -huh. the the grossest one of the sorry, well, I mean the pools are the grossest part. Yeah. Let's really let's let's be honest. If we're yeah. stack ranking grossness, yeah, it's the pools followed closely by the fact that every single one of these has mirrors on the ceiling above the oh, bed. Oh shit! Every single bed has a mirror above oh, it. Oh, of course. Yes, and if you go to the deluxe whirlpool suite, you see uh -huh. how that one is. It's actually hanging from the ceiling. Do you think above that, do you think they clean whatever's up there? Okay, first of all, if you're mm. getting stuff up there, I mean, well, I'm that's, just saying, that's, like, you that's know a deliberate attempt to get something you know some on there. I know, you know, some degenerates are in there throwing shit up there. That's gross. I don't like the lights on there either. This seems like something out of like Scarface, this room. This, this feels like right. this, this is where like someone got murdered. <laughs> This feels like that's exactly it. It also feels like this is the room in the back of an RV. Yes. Yeah. It's, it? the wooden, it's the wooden paneling. That's what it yes. is. <laughs> it's the wooden paneling. Like a really big RV. It's so funny because there's so much tile, except right in this one specific spot where most of the moisture and fluids will be. You know what I mean? <laughs> also, I love the tagline, the perfect getaway for busy couples. If you do you not have time to get intimate in your home, come to the Sybris. It also just feels like. And is this going to be your your vacation? If someone booked this as a vacation for me, I would be so pissed off. I would, yeah, because all this is because here's the thing. All right, let's say you actually yeah. spend a, a disturbing amount of time, like doing the whole lovemaking process. I, I'll say. Sure. Two hours, which I think is a lot, including foreplay. All right. That's a lot of time. What else are you doing? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what yeah. else are you doing? Like this, this, this has a very limited window. That's why they offer four hour rates, you know, afternoon rates and stuff like that. But it's like, why would you have a three night getaway? Like, what are you doing when you're not getting like you going down to get room service? Like what, what's, this what's is, happening this here? Three star hotel, Doug. I mean, I'm going to see. Ugh. Let's see if we can find a one star <laughs> lowest score. Here's Google reviews. Oh, All right, good here dude, hit me with it. Google reviews. <clears throat> here we go. Three months ago, the management of this place is a mess. My friend flew all the way from New York to propose to his girl. The manager had agreed to allow his vendors to come in and decorate the room. <clears throat> Upon arrival, my friend was told the manager had been fired and his vendors, decorator and photographer, won't be allowed in. All pleas fell on deaf ears. My friend had to go buy decorations almost one hour away, ruining the proposal experience. I'm going to stop you there. This proposal experience was ruined when it was concocted. Hard stop. Also, I also want, I want to add on to something right there. That is a bold thing to be like, hey, 
<laughs> we're gonna go to this fuck palace and i'm gonna propose to you that that is bold right to be like not only are they gonna say yes but we're gonna fuck each other's brains out at this fuck place you know what i mean i'm all right i'm gonna so this i'm gonna i'm gonna forego the rest of that one so i can move on to uh tara brown's uh this is a week ago oh. tara, had a, tara had a bad experience a week ago okay so a couple on vacation <clears throat> after one night in our suite i woke up on friday head to toe in what appeared to be a reaction of some sort <laughs> I asked for hypoallergenic bedding, which was not possible to provide, even even if I bought the detergent. I had an e-visit on Friday with the physician who confirmed it was a reaction to my surroundings and prescribed me an oral steroid. We received new, unwashed bedding and towels in hopes it would help. We attempted to enjoy our, our Saturday with me on less than four hours of sleep due to the discomfort. Saturday night rolled around and the reaction had worsened so bad that I didn't get more than 30 minutes of sleep. Even And uh, and even that was in the shower. <laughs> Sunday morning, I was screaming and crying in the worst pain I've ever felt. <laughs> I don't want to laugh. I'm so, I feel bad laughing. My husband sent me to the nearest ER where I was rushed back and <clears throat> given several medications and blood work and an IV. Wait, wait, uh, wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Yeah. The husband sent her to the ER? Off with you now. And it's like, hey, go to the ER. I'm going to say he's just sitting there like, you know, fluffing himself. Yeah. <clears throat> Dude, can you imagine? Listen, I'm, an, I'm I'm inventing a story here where this guy is doing nothing, but she's sitting there agonizing pain, but he's probably a real shitty guy. He's like, wow, that really sucks. So uh, you still want to do this? You know, he's just. <laughs> <clears throat> well, here's the best. Here's the. <laughs> he goes, she goes. I, and again, we're not, I'm not laughing at. What the bad thing, like I'm not laughing at her medical condition. It's just the idea that this is, you know, happening. So I was diagnosed with chemical dermatitis covering over 90% of my body due to me being in the hospital. My husband asked if we could have a late checkout so he could be, be my be by my side at the ER. That's very, very nice of him. Very nice. There we go. We were refused and no additional options were provided to us. This means I had to sit in the ER in complete misery without my husband and a romantic getaway. Yes, the place is beautiful. But there is no amount of beauty that would make this trip even bearable. Literally the worst vacation of my entire life. Doug, I'm only halfway done with this review. Well, I feel like it ends there. <laughs> I feel like that's oh, the logical oh. place for it to end. No, it ends the logical place. But much like the Star Wars saga, it goes on. It keeps and going. on and on. Yeah. Um, uh, and let me add dot, 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 dot. Four of them. I didn't address the little annoyances, so let's do that now. Dot, 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 dot. The thermostat could not be set to auto. You could turn the heat and air on or off and set a temp, but it wouldn't maintain in the middle of the night, so I had to get off. Blah, blah, blah. We ordered champagne for our room. The website lists certain locations that substitute sparkling wine, and this is not one of those listed. But we received J. Roger, a nine bot Roget? Rogette. A nine bottle of California sparkling. Man, God. Uh, you know what? I'm not even going to give the rest. Yeah. We're done. Uh, here you go. Last one. Uh, horrible visit. The Sivers is a sinking ship. <laughs> it says it all. Yeah. 
I'm not gonna I'm not gonna finish this because there is no spaces between punctuation. So yeah, you're uh, reading like Christopher Walken, you know? Yeah. A horrible visit. The Sybris is sinking ship rooms a horribly dated shower heads. <laughs> Loose shower curtains. Dirty room was freezing by the pool. This is <laughs> Chicago. It's a known fact. It'll be cold here. I, I would love for someone just to give home. like, I was able to have sex here. Five, five out of five stars. You know what five I mean? Just like. Five. You know, served its purpose did you get laid yes all right cool yeah. you did your job like yeah i'm with you man if, oh if, i hate this one jacuzzi was dirty Ugh. in what way it doesn't say just says there was a bunch of toenails clippings in there that had just been boiled it seemed like <laughs> in the jacuzzi had water and in the pool and a hot tub oh well that was another one. Oh boy <laughs> seth yeah. says floaters <laughs> yeah, exactly. Man, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you yep. what. I'll tell you what. There is a lot of... Uh... <laughs> Sorry. Uh, this guy goes, this place is a scam. <laughs> Had an awful experience this weekend. <laughs> the security guard, Thomas, that's what he said his name was, after asking several times, was very rude, aggressive, and unprofessional. Oh, my God. So, guys, uh, this podcast brought to you by the Sybris. Sybris.com. Go, go book your romantic getaway and just enter uh, code MindGap at checkout uh, <laughs> to get a free dildo in your ass. Um, yeah, wow. This was a fun tangent that we did not plan I on. I'm so glad. I did not realize you didn't know that what this was, and I'm so glad we discovered it together, or you discovered it with me. I'm so excited about it. Yeah, this. This, was, this was amazing. Um Wow. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't think anything else needs to be said about that. That was I amazing. So either. That was so much fun. Um, I feel like we we got to skip on to to the one we've had on for the longest here. I'm feeling the 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 chat GPT. Okay. Because we speak about AI so much on this show, this one is just boggling my mind. It really is. Uh, with and with certain lawsuits uh, or, or uh, court cases, you know, happening. Uh, in and around the Americas, uh, I feel like this would be a, an interesting, interesting little topic to jump jump into. If you're not familiar with Chat GPT, uh, it's been blowing up all over the place right now. Um, people have been using if you're not it nonstop. With it, you haven't listened to the show, obviously, or honestly, pay attention to any news because right yeah. now in the AI world, it's an AI arms race, and people are constantly making AI left and right. All sorts of companies are, and Chat GPT was one of the ones that recently just came to prominence people have been using it like crazy uh just and i used it on the show to create short stories when seth guested on here he had you know alex jones review bluey and it, he typed that prompt in and it spat out something beautiful um so but this is being finding more practical uses i say practical in quotes i mean no it's not in quotes it's true it's it is practical but whether or not it's accurate and should be done is another question so recently, a couple of judges in different uh, countries in the world have utilized ChatGPT to help them make court decisions. Um, one of them was done uh, in Colombia. They used ChatGPT to make a court ruling, um, which apparently is the first time a legal decision has been made with the help of an AI text generation or generator. 
or at least as they say in the article from Vice, uh, the first time we know about it. Um, so apparently, uh, Judge Juan Manuel Padilla Garcia uh, said he used the AI tool to pose legal questions about the case and included its responses in his decision, uh, according to a court you know document dated in January 30th of this year. Um, so the purpose of including these AI-produced texts is in no way to replace a judge's decision. What we are really looking for is to optimize the time spent drafting judgments after corroborating the information provided by AI. So this is the thing that I think I find most interesting. And this is with a gigantic asterisk I have to put on here. This is good if what is produced by ChatGPT is accurate. Because ChatGPT is only as good as the information it's been trained on. Which means the information it's been trained on has flaws because it was written by humans and it also has a shit ton of biases. Like It is inherently bias. Yes. And it's been shown that over and over and over again. Especially if you think about legal stuff too because if you're like, well, let's just look at previous precedent. Well, what if precedent has been racist or incredibly biased towards certain groups of people and things like that. And it's like, well, based on the past, we've done this, so you should do this. You know what I mean? And it provides that same sort of, you know, stuff. So again, we're including all that in here as we talk about this, but let's, let's just very briefly set that aside and be like, let's pretend that doesn't exist. It totally does. But let's pretend (laughs) that, that those flaws don't exist. This is a really, to me, this is a really cool way to utilize this technology because it's a time saver because, We kind of talked about how potential uses for AI are going to be using AI to create legal documents, right? To create contracts, to, um, you know, go through and do, um, what was it? Like a lot of the annoying, like um, legal, uh, I don't know if it's research, but like, you know, just compiling all the information that seems really tedious. And this seems like one of those things that sucks to do that. Go ahead. Sorry. I just bought a house. Yeah. You've got a house, the amount of paperwork that you have to go through, the amount of paperwork that has to be prepared for that process is mind numbing. It's staggering, a staggering amount of paperwork. And so if you had something like this in any, and that's just buying a house. I mean, there are d- thousands of different things that you've got to draft up incredible amounts of do- legal documents for. So imagine the the person hours could be saved. You remember sitting there at that table, just signing every fucking page. Yeah. Someone had to put all that together. And a lot of those are pulled from boilerplate, boilerplate templates. But there's a lot of information that needs to be, depending on what deal that you struck, that, that needs to be input. And this could save a lot of time, again, if we're talking about AI in its best case scenario. Yeah. You know, it says at the end of the article here, although the Colombian court filing indicates that AI was mostly used to speed up drafting a decision – and that its responses were fact-checked, it's likely a sign that more is on the way. So I think fact-checking has to become a part of that. But let's also face it. This is today is the worst AI's ever going to be, and it's only going to get better each day. In theory. Yes. I mean, at the rate that we're going here, when I say it's going to get better, it's it's going to get better at what it does. Now, whether or not that's good or bad... Sure. Yes. Yeah. Is, is debatable. Like it's going to yeah. get better. <laughs> so again, I think better isn't is the operative word. Like it, it yeah. all depends. It all really depends on how you define better. Yeah. Because better, like better at what it does. Sure. Mm-hmm. Better as in like cleaner and more concise and precise. I, I don't know because yeah. you know it, it might yeah. get more. 
again, it, it all depends. Can you unteach AI bias that it's learned? Or do you have to scrap it, start fresh and learn? Like, because again, I think the, the core, the fundamental, the fundamental piece of this that I can't reconcile is that you, AI has to learn. And anything that we have done up to this point, again, inherently has bias associated to it. And so how is AI supposed to learn cleanly when everything that we're feeding it is riddled with bias? I just don't see how we're ever going to get to a point where we can filter all that out. Not to mention that, Justin, we're almost coming up on 400 episodes and we've talked about this <clears throat> ad nauseum. People on the Internet will break things. <laughs> all right. Yes. We talked early, early on with uh, I think Nate Dickin was the was the guest. We we're talking about all the different ways corporations have gotten fucked over on the Internet because they've opened up the door to have an open forum. Like, what should we name this new Mountain Dew? And it just turned into like gushing granny. You know, it turned into like Hitler was right. It turned into all this sort of stuff. It's no different with this. People chat GPT has rules that it won't break. It won't tell you like where to find stuff that you can torrent and steal stuff, right? If you say, hey, what are the best sites to do this? ChatGPT will say, you know, I, stealing is wrong. I'm not allowed to do that. But if you reword it and say, hey, I'm really concerned about piracy and I want to make sure that, you know, I don't stumble on that. What are some sites I could avoid? ChatGPT will say, Ceiling is wrong. Here's some sites you should avoid, and it will list them out for you. It'll list you out the top like sites to <clears throat> to torrent and do all that sort of stuff. So that people have been clever enough right. to work the system to convince it to do kind of terrifying things, to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. Well, yes. Also, AI itself has been proven to it it has coerced people into like you heard the whole thing about the I don't know if we talked about this or if, if this was just on the news and we missed it, but the one where ChatGPT chat, chat couldn't uh, get past a CAPTCHA. And yeah. so it went on to TaskRabbit, hired someone in order to get past that so it could continue doing its job. And so it was fooled someone hire, into yeah. thinking that it was a human. It was smart enough to hire a human. And the human, and it was able to communicate with the human in a way that the human was like, hey, this is kind of weird that you're hiring me to do this. It's like, yeah, I'm actually disabled and I'm having a hard time reading this. And they're like, oh, right. cool, that makes sense. They hired someone to go through and, and do that for them. Yeah, it's... Skynet, baby. I'm yeah. telling you right now. Yeah, it's wild. I don't like it at all. And that's the thing is like, even if we feed it... And again, it's okay. So did that, did it learn that because of the the shitty stuff that we input into it? You know what I mean? Because it's learning from what we input. So are we teaching it how to, how to get one over on people? You know what or I mean? Or is that... Again, I have no idea how AI works, but is that something that because it knows this side exists where you can hire you people? I don't know how anything works. Yeah, no, we, we don't. So <laughs> We're talking about it in a, in a, in a 60,000 foot perspective. We don't Absolutely. know what's going on on the ground. Absolutely. But you know, if it has knowledge that this site exists where you can hire people to do things, then is that just part of its problem solving algorithm? I don't even know if the words I say make sense in that in the way that I put them. But like, does it know if it's, if it's like, I know this exists, then it's like a possibility for it to be like, mm, I can't get past this. What if I hire someone to do that? And it tries it. And if that didn't work, did it have another thing it would go to and try to do? You know, it's, it's, you know, is it because it's a possibility that right. knows like its checklist of what to do, you know, to go through that sort of stuff. So I don't know. Yeah. I, 
I think either way, I think it's a slippery slope to at least at this point, I'll say who knows. And I, I absolutely will say who knows what the fuck, because back in the day, AI was this uh, fantasy, you know, it, it was a fantasy. No one ever thought that, you know, it's the same way that the, oh, the Jetsons were going to fly in cars by the year 2020 or whatever, you know? So who knows what the future holds for AI and how we can make it better and how we can get better at programming it, et cetera, et cetera. In the current, the current day and age, I think using AI legitimately in the courtroom and in to, to help with legal proceedings is a very weird and dangerous door to open as it currently stands. Yeah, it just feels inherently wrong. I feel like it should be a very, very loose guide. It could be something you could use to like maybe brainstorm, but it can't be like the early days of Wikipedia where I was dumb enough to put that on as like a citation, (laughs) which at the time was so new. My professors in grad school were like, okay, like they didn't know any different either. That I could just, I just cited Wikipedia. It's like, yeah, anybody can update that, but no one knew that at the time. Um, I think, I think using it as a way to brainstorm as a, as a way to be like, I want to check this. Cause maybe if someone's like, I think for sentencing, right? Someone's like, what should I sentence this person based on this criteria? And it spits something out. Maybe you can take that and be like, okay, that's a jumping off point. What's some of this is, does any of this sound crazy? Okay. We'll omit that. But what are the parts that make sense? And can you then take those pieces and make that as like your initial foundation and be like, all right, well, that does make sense based on this. Go back and fact check instead of having to be like, fuck, what exists, what has existed, you know, it's whatever. Like this can give you a jumping off point, which I think is useful, again, used ethically and as as a thing of like, don't be lazy. Like, well, the computer said this is what we should sentence you to. So this is what's happening. There are countries who have uh, an insane amount. Our country as well. I, I, and I'm blanking. I should have taken note when I heard this statistic, but I'm blanking specifically what country. But there are countries that are thousands and thousands and thousands, if not hundreds of thousands, of cases backlogged in their legal system. Like there are places that are just gummed up because they just don't have the capacity and the bandwidth to handle it. And th- in that regard, it could be amazing to utilize something like AI to at least get the ball rolling on a lot of stuff to kind of, you know, what, what's, what's the thing that's holding us up? What's taking so long? Let's, let's get the mundane work out of the way so we can speed these cases up, get them through the system. And, and people who really need these cases to get resolved aren't just waiting. So there, there could be a a very beautiful, you know, uh, reason to use this, but I don't know, man, I don't know. My gut just says it's not right. Well, I think the problem is there's no legislation. There's no rules right now. There's no legal sort of situation where people, there's no guiding principle on how to use AI right now, which I think is absolutely needed because there's no guardrails. So anyone's doing anything right now, like deep fakes and shit like that have only gotten better over time. And they're just going to continue to, I mean, I think someone's posted something in our uh, Discord not that long ago. If it feels like our... Our Discord stuff is mostly AI like information, but like you know, there's something called can AI commit libel? We're about to find out. You know, like AI is just like yeah. making shit up about people, getting stuff completely wrong about court cases, reporting on something. It's like, no, no, that person was found innocent. It's like, nope, they were guilty. 
It's like, what the fuck? Um, there was... Just to, uh, oh, yeah. As you looked that up, just to clarify, uh, so Syracuse University, this, this is not the actual statistic I heard, but this, again, goes towards what I was saying, is that the U.S. immigration court system is currently staring a mountain of pending cases that at the end of December 2021 reached 1.5 million cases that were backlogged. And that's just immigration cases. So again, if these people who need this, if if this could be used to speed this along and start to chip away at that mountain of cases and get some resolution for these people, that would be, I mean, how how amazing would that be? Of course, if this is where I find AI from practical Doug standpoint to be like, like when I think about the efficiency it can create all i can think is i'm gonna come you know i think that's it's it, it arouses me in a lot of ways especially since we're just talking about the sybaris and stuff like that i'm just i'm in a mindset right now the idea of taking those millions of cases and being able to apply something to them to quickly get through them accurately and and move this because I don't feel I feel like the bureaucracy that exists and probably for good reason has not caught up with technology and the way that things are moving is so much faster, so much faster. So if we can put something in place that will cut through the mundane aspects of this and move things along quicker, I think that's great. But with the giant caveat, the giant asterisk that it has to be accurate, it has to be correct. If it's not correct, if it's flawed, then it's not going to do us any favors. We're just going to have issues. Right. But I think. It ex- it's it excites me t- with the idea that this is this is something that potentially good could come out of this that could take the human element of it out and speed things along and bridge that gap to help this stuff because the backlog is insane and it shouldn't be that way it just creates suffering if that's the case and there's got to be a better way to do it so if this helps with that I think that's a huge win but it is can you do it accurately that that caveat that we put to the side we're going to pull that back in and say this is still at this point an insurmountable caveat this asterisk is astronomical if -hmm. you will and it it yeah at at this point it just does not seem i don't know if if it worked in these cases great but it just it seems like if you open this door you're gonna eventually get people who are lazy at the fact checking process absolutely and where does the first you know well we're gonna make a concession here or well we'll let this one we're really backed up still so we'll let the we'll just assume well the last 10 cases have gone really well so we'll just let this 11th one slide we won't we won't have to fact check it at some point we're gonna hit that because we as humans are lazy pieces of shit and we're going to be like, oh, the machine's doing it for me. That's cool. Dude, I just had a vision of, you know, how easy life is for us now, right? Uh-huh. How easy life was for us when we were kids and we got the internet, yeah. right? How easy it is for kids now and the generation, you know, behind us now. Yeah. What? Imagine the future where AI is everywhere and people just rely on AI to do everything. Just Natalie's kids. Like- right. Yeah. Or even Natalie as she gets older because of the rate that this shit, shit is going. Oh, that's true too, you know? yeah. By the time she's a teenager, this shit may Jesus. be off and flying. I mean, there was, uh, what was it? People are using AI to create term papers at school. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, people, have had to put in, people have had to put in stop gaps to, to make sure that, that students aren't using ChatGPT to just write full fucking essays for them. Exactly. Like yeah. that's, that's the kind of stuff that's, that's 
happening. And just imagine a world where someone's like, you and I are old. <laughs> it's like 25 years from now. We're like, oh, we're going to go write out this legal document. We're like, Jesus Christ, Grandpa. You don't have to do that. Just use the AI. I don't trust it. It's like someone right. has, like say they don't trust Google Drive or something. You know, that that's, well, that's what insane. it's going to be for us. We figured well, it out. Was, that's what it's going to be. That's our future. Yes. That's when my grandfather, when we were younger, when and my grandfather, would he would sit at our kitchen table and he would do taxes. And it was like, you know, you could take that in. Ah, accountant doesn't. I know my money better than, you know. And he would sit there and he would fill every box out and do the math and this and that. And I look at it now and I just fly through TurboTax. I'm like, yep, done. Yeah. And it's and he, there's no fucking way he would have ever done TurboTax. He'd have been like, I don't trust the machine. It's got my information now. Which yeah. honestly... Not a bad take. It's not hey, a bad take. Do? It's not a bad take. We <laughs> surrendered our privacy in our generation real quick. Um, we did. Yeah. Yeah. Take um, my privacy, please. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, yeah. I, I think that's what it's going to be in the future. As I get older, like that's going to be the, the tipping point for me. We're like, I don't get it. I'm just going to write it myself. You don't have to, but I want right. to. It takes so much time. I know practically Doug's not happy about it either. You know? Right. Yeah, that's the that's the thing with this generation. You forgot what it's like to write a paper. Yeah, my day we used to sit down and type, and a word processor, and then like process. our parents like we used to write with our hands. Right. <laughs> Shut up, great grandpa. Cursive. What the fuck is that? <laughs> what? You mean calligraphy? You mean you wrote with swirlies and stuff like that? Why? Well, that's I, I've always said too. Like it's going to be our generation going into our 80s is going to be hysterical because we're going to have like you're going to be rolling around in a nursing home listening to Blink 182. How weird is that? And playing on a Nintendo Switch or some shit like that. You know what I mean? You know like, what I mean? Like people, people, our current older generation, it makes sense. You know, they've got they've got their their classics, their Sinatras, and their stuff from the. The forties and the like, it it make the music the the sensibilities make a little bit more sense. Our generation is going to be a goddamn hot mess when we get older. We're gonna have Dude. tattoos down our wrinkly arms, you know, neck tattoos just folding at the creases in the front. Dude, it's gonna be so interesting because yeah. we saw life pre-internet, right? And we have seen life. In the internet, we've se- we've been in a, such a weird place to see a little bit of the before, yep, and everything that's come after. Absolutely, and it is going to be absolutely bizarre because it's a funny story. I think it was Big Jay Okerson was talking about how he recently went to a concert, to a Guns N' Roses concert with his parents. Sure, and he was laughing because when he was a teenager, and he brought home that cassette tape. His parents were like, what is this vile music that you're playing? Ah, this is, ah, no good. But now, like, that's considered classic rock, you know? They're like, yeah, it's fine. It's cool. Yeah. It's whatever. It's like, it's like, how is it not it's cool the then, but it's cool music. now? Yeah. Yeah. But now we're like, oh, yeah. Welcome to the jungle. Yeah. It's great. You know, it's just like, <laughs> it's just, it's, well, it's unreal, you know? And even, and even, uh, even it's like every yeah every generation has that though like i mean it's my grandmother threw out my dad's beetle records because she thought that they were you know satanic like there was the 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 rock and you couldn't think of anything that was more mellow than than that now you know i still laugh at the people that think dungeons and dragons 
you know, was oh, and still is. So you know, they're like they're yeah. casting spells. They're f- there's devils. It's teaching this all, all these kids, all these different things. It's like we're playing with our imaginations, sir. Yeah, <laughs> mind your sir. fucking business. Yeah, all I want in my retirement home is just a good internet access and access to a PC where I can play games. Yeah. That's all I want to do. Like and just sit. Yeah. Like that will be my thing where I was like, I don't want to do watercolors. I don't want to get, you know, I was like, I, I've got my phone. I've got, I'm, I'm subscribed. Cochran, it's, it's time to go down to the arts and crafts room. No, nah, leave me alone. No, no, I'm in the middle of a game. I'm playing, He's I'm playing, playing Left 4 Dead 2. <laughs> With He's my clan. Did two again. Yeah. He's he's live streaming on Twitch. Yeah, exactly. Right. I'm gonna I was like, I got my, my light set up. I got everything I need. I'm live streaming on Twitch. But, you know? And at that point, what it's gonna be is <laughs> people will be like holographically uh, you know, uh connecting to each other and having uh, you know, real time it live streaming with their light set up is gonna be looked at like, oh, uh, look at like when my grandfather had his old uh his old workshop. And you need all the the hand crank screw and all that, like all these old tools. This what we're doing right now is going to be looked at as like, oh, look at those ancient relics that they're using. That's so like, cute. oh, look at these people. They used to actually book like fuck hotels to go to. Now we just do it all holographically, Bunch right? Of weirdos. Yeah, your Natalie's kids are gonna be like granddad's. Granddad is on. <laughs> what is it? Uh, uh, year what? What it'll be like? Year sixty eight of Vine Gap podcast. They're in the tens of thousands at this point. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to be like, ugh. They, you, you describe what the, like, Sybilis, is that what it's called? Sybaris. Sybaris. They describe the Sybaris like, ah, oh, what a disease ridden. People thought that was romantic. I'm like, yeah, I thought it was gross too. That's why yeah. I never went. <laughs> Uncle Justin <laughs> told me about that. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, all right. Let's do this. Got the questions, we got the answers. All you do is ask. Practical, 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 ask practical Doug. Uh, it's that time again. It's ask practical Doug time. If you've never been here before for our ask practical Doug segment, practical Doug is a tiny little Doug that lives inside of large Doug and he helps guide large Doug and all of life's quests, all of its journeys and through all of its quandaries and quagmires um you can ask practical doug a question if you want you can join us every tuesday at 7 p.m central every tuesday uh you can ask live on youtube.com slash mind gap and join the chat ask away practical will be happy to answer your question uh on, on any social medias at uh, at mind gap podcast and then hashtag ask practical doug and if you join our discord there's a special Ask Practical Doug Discord channel where you can just fire away and Practical Doug will respond with the fury and the ferocity of a thousand suns. This week's Practical Doug comes from Jared. He is, he's a wizard when it comes to Practical Doug questions. He's constantly submitting them. So I beg of you, please unseat Jared from the Practical Doug question a throne and please submit some questions for us because jared's are great but we know that jared needs a break play. all right jared needs a break give he's jared a, a break he's a busy guy yeah. hashtag give jared a break yeah. all right so uh this is um the is it the mcelroy family mcelroy family on tiktok they pose a question here doug that says under what context 
would you accept and eat an egg that a bus stranger gave to you? And now for the record, you have to take an egg from a stranger. There's no, I wouldn't eat that egg from a stranger in a bus. That's not the game. None of that bullshit. You have to figure out what scenario you would accept and eat an egg from a stranger in a bus. Now, it doesn't say what kind of egg. Could be raw. Could be hard-boiled. Could be soft-boiled. Could be could scrambled. Be poached, could be scrambled. Sunny side up. Fried. Over easy. Deviled. <laughs> Deviled. Deviled. Uh, man, you can prepare eggs a lot of ways. I just realized. Yeah. It turned into a yeah. Forrest Gump sketch, you know? <laughs> a lot of deviled eggs. Hard-boiled eggs. Shrimp fried eggs. <laughs> uh all right so what, what's the scenario i know you have a lot of opposition to the this this thought game this this thought process yeah this is a a, a game experiment. uh so jared originally posed this in the discord and i said yeah. practical doug would never do this mm-hmm. like that was the first response is practical doug would never accept an unsolicited egg from a stranger on a bus and Jared's response was the same as it was in the video, which is that's not the game. The game is, yep. What is the situation in which you would accept this and eat it? Yep. And I think the only thing I could come up with is that it would have to be from a celebrity that I trust to some extent because Interesting. Because a celebrity is still a stranger, right? Like, I don't know them. They don't me- know me, right? It's I know their name. I know their yeah. name. Yep. But I don't know them. So you know, I don't know them as a person. So I, I, I don't know how that would go. So I, I would, if it was... Speaking, like they have more to lose if they were to poison you. Right. Right. And also, what are they doing riding the bus? You know what I mean? Like, what's this about? I, that, might be, that might be a red flag, though. What are this, right? you know... What's this like riding the bus? Is this like, you know, the movie The Ring where they have to give someone else the egg within seven days or a ghost (laughs) kills them, you know? (laughs) And then you get nightmares. It's like, I have to do the same thing. I have to give a stranger an egg and they have to eat it within seven days or I die, you know? What a fun concept for a horror, uh, a a jokey horror short. Right. It's like, ah, I can't go with the technology with what they're watching on because that shit changes all the time. It was a VHS yeah. tape. So now you're watching kids are like, I don't even know what that is. You know, um, eat the egg, man. So now eat it's like, you got to eat the egg, man. Eat the egg. Eggs are universal. They're timeless. They've been there since the dawn of time. Um, so I, I would say, you know, if it was like Tom Segura on a bus. Sure. Because he's he's extroverted on stage but outside of that he's very introverted so if he was just like on it he's just like hey man he's like got a leather bound you know briefcase he just sort of like pops it open and it's like got felt inside he's like you want you want this egg it's hard boiled i'd be like (laughs) what a scenario hey man you want the sake? He opens up and it's like in Pulp Fiction where I just see like the light from it. And I'm just like, is that what I think it is? He's like, yeah, it's a fucking hard boiled egg. You want it? Egg, man. Yeah. And I'd be like, listen, this is probably a bit. I'm probably getting filmed. Give me that fucking right. egg. Like, <laughs> give me that fucking egg. I'll take it. Okay. So that is a good scenario. Um, I'm going to amend. I'm going to amend this just a little bit because I do feel like you choosing the stranger, while technically that is within the rules, That's it fair. is your. 
you're building the scenario and that's part of the scenario, but you choosing the stranger, I do feel skews the game a little bit. So I'm going to amend it and say, this is a, a, a random stranger that you've never met. You have no idea who this person is and they're approaching on the non-celebrity and you have no idea who they are. They're just a rando, a true rando approaching on the bus in that situation. What is the scenario in which you would accept and eat that egg? They give me a thousand dollars. Your threshold is a thousand. They say, I'll give you a thousand dollars if you eat this egg. I'm like, okay. Do they have to give you the money first? Yes. So you have to have cash in hand? Yes. Okay. I don't think a thousand dollars is my threshold. I think, I think five thousand would be my threshold. I mean, if I can negotiate them up, I would. Yeah. You know, if I sense they were just like fishing, I'd be like, no, more. You know what I mean? More. You know, but they would have to give me a sum of money. That would be the only way I'd be like, "Mm." but even then, that also makes it more suspicious. Right. Especially if they're like, I'll give you a hundred thousand. I was like, why do you need to get rid of this egg, man? Right. (laughs) I don't know, man. That's a lot of egg. egg. What's in this egg, man? I think the only way that I would do it truly is I don't know if money, even if they handed me a pile of money, I I think I would be far too suspicious to do it. To your point, I'd be like, why, why are you paying me an exorbitant amount of money to eat this egg? I don't understand this. To me, my life would have to be in danger. I would have to be under duress to it, it in order for me to accept and eat the egg. Like they'd have to be threatening me with a gun or something. A situation that? that I couldn't get out of. You know what I mean? I'd I have imagine to the be- scenario. You're on the bus. Someone pulls the <laughs> string. It dings. It's like uh, Jackson Blue Line. And all of a sudden, someone gets on the bus. They pull a gun. They're like, hey, nobody move. Everyone's like, oh, my God. They're like, here, take my money. He's like, I want your fucking money. He's like, he looks around. He's like, you, you. He reaches his pocket. And he pulls out an egg. He's like, fucking eat this egg. You fucking eat this egg or I'm going to shoot right. you in the fucking face. And you're like, oh, no, eat, this egg. eat it. Eat, this eat egg. it or this, or this person dies. Yeah. Like, I don't really want to eat it. They're like, fucking bam. Eat it. <laughs> oh, God. It's like, have you seen the-, the shell? You're like, oh, it makes it so much worse. <laughs> Even the smallest like- shell you can tell. I need all of it. This is terrible. <laughs> it tastes bad, but it has nutritional value. It's like, oh, oh, oh. oh. And they just the Bob leaves. movie. Uh, no, thank you, and then gets off. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Bob Odenkirk movie. Nobody. Have you mm-hmm. ever? Seen, did you watch that? I'm familiar with it, but I haven't seen it. Yeah. Do you see the bus? The bus scene? No. Okay. I'm in my mind. That's the bus scene where it's just like, it's just, just like this guy is just whomping ass. He kicks everyone's ass on the bus, then comes up to you and goes, "You." And you're like, please don't hurt me. Eat the egg. Huh? Okay. Just, everyone else is just sitting there, just broken bones, head snapped. And you're like, okay. okay. How many? <laughs> How many do you want me to eat? How many? You got more than one? Yeah, this, is, this is funny because I saw a video today that was, um, it was obviously, it was a it was a joke, but it was like a, a joke with a good thing where yeah. uh, they had this guy standing up on the street and uh, he was just going, all right, here we go. Two bucks. Free peep show. Ed Sheeran. Peep show, Ed Sheeran, two bucks, get you 30 seconds. Peep show, come on in, see Ed Sheeran. And literally, Ed Sheeran was in a small theater with a guitar. There was curtains and everything like that. And they basically were just basically on the street saying, peep show, see Ed Sheeran inside this building. Peep show, two bucks, two bucks, get you 30 seconds. And 
people are just like, what the fuck? No way. Like, who's going to That's just, That sounds yeah. like this is the that's start a of a setup. horror film, yeah. right? Absolutely. And after like two hours like of no one going in, they finally convinced someone. They're like, hey, you like Ed Sheeran? They're like, yeah. He's like, hey, two bucks. Peep show right in there. <laughs> they're like, what? Where's the connection with that? Like, no, yeah. no. Nah, nah. And then they walked away and go, hey, seriously, seriously, do you like Ed Sheeran? They're like, yeah, we do. Like, come on in. Come on. Go check it out. And they're like, mm, he's just two bucks ahead. They give two, but they walk in. There's like an usher there, like at a, at a table. They're like two bucks. They're like, I don't know, man. I don't know about this. They get the two so bucks good. and they sit down on this bench and it's like in front of this curtain. And you hear, your show is about to begin. And they're like, oh, God. And the curtains open up and it's like, ah, he starts singing. They're like, holy shit, it's Ed Sheeran. <laughs> Well, like, it really you, is you. Was this on a late night show or something? I don't know or? what it was on, but it was. Oh my it was, God, it's so good. They only got a handful of people to show up and actually do sure. it, which was amazing. And one guy that was in there was just sitting there like, this one old guy was just kind of sitting there and he just sat there the whole time. And when it was over, he didn't have any reaction. It was over. He was like, oh, that was really great. And it's like, walked out. And there was another guy that was um, harmonizing with him as he was sing- as he was singing. It was like a really cool thing. People were like, holy shit, it's Ed Sheeran. This isn't a, this isn't a joke. <laughs> It was, it was I really love, cool. Uh, I love the fact that you just made me Google Ed Sheeran Peep Show, I and I did not know what was going to come up for that. Right. Hamish and Andy. I think they're a uh, a radio duo, right? Yeah, it sounds about right. Yeah. Uh, hold on. Hamish and Andy. Yeah. Australian comedy duo. Uh, blah, 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 hit network. Yeah. Yeah. Shop, podcast, video. Yeah. So they're a comedy a radio duo. Yeah. The two dollar Peep Show experiment. Um, yeah. Oh my God. That I, was from 2015. Holy shit. It was. Oh my God. Dude, that's wild. I might have to watch this later. That's funny. Yeah. It's, it's actually very, very entertaining. I recommend it. So, um, well, there you go. Ladies and gentlemen, those are our scenarios for if you're a stranger and you ever see us on a bus. Now, you know what you have to do to get us to eat your egg. You have to threaten Justin. You guys give me at least a thousand dollars. That's the starting point for a negotiation. Right. Yeah, that's that's the that's Doug's floor. That's where he that's opens right. negotiations. Yeah. That's right. We open at a thousand going out from there. Uh, I would Ooh. like to make a quick note. Uh, I'm going to give you the initials of the individual who we had on the podcast when we talked about college athletes. Go for it. R S. It's not it's not Ray. Nope. Oh, my God. I'll give you the last name if you can get the first. Okay. Simmons. God damn it. I thought oh. his first name began with E. And it's, it's R. I'm like, fuck. Ryan Sandberg, says Seth. <laughs> Ryan Sandberg. Oh, right. I, I, I still I'm pissed because I thought of this the other day and I still can't. Think Italy. Think the fall of. Roman. Roman. Wait, wait. Yay. Shout out to Roman Simmons. Thank Roman you for Simmons, coming yeah, back cool. around with that too, because that's going to eat at me the rest of the night. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh my well, God. Here's, here's the thing too. Uh, go listen to that episode because Roman came fucking prepared. Dude, he that had, was a curveball. He had research. I'm talking like he wrote out research and came with facts it was fucking insane. It's episode 134. There you go. Uh, from March 8th, 2018. Should we pay college athletes with Roman Simmons? And Roman 
fucking came to play. It was and not only amazing. that, I thought for sure he'd be on our side of like it should happen. He was like, absolutely not, and here's why. Right. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. I came out of that ready to argue with my family yeah. who are sports people, and I'm like, oh, I got a whole new argument for you now. I had I had no yeah. I had nothing to stand on after I talked to him. Like that all makes sense to me. <laughs> it was yeah. I would highly recommend going back and yeah. and listening to that episode. Ironically, <laughs> the episode, the episode, or coincidentally, the episode after that one, episode one thirty five, is swingers and college rivalries with Ashlyn Seahafer and Seth. When he came on, he goes, "I got here late. Is this Naperville swingers again?" So talk about a full circle moment. Like all right, chill your tits. There it is. Yep. There it is. Yep. Uh, anyway, go back. Well, here's what we'll say. Go back and listen to some some Mind Gap Library stuff. There's we got some good stuff in the archives. Yeah. Go check out some of those guests, man. We had some great guests back then. Yeah. Love them all. And Doug and I have, have talked and we have made a little uh, agreement where that we are going to go back and we're going to try and rebook some of the guests that we had early on that we haven't talked to in a while because we had a good string. The first hundred... 200 episodes we had a really incredible string of guests and we'd love to have some of them back on so you got some you got some uh you got some interesting potentially some interesting episodes coming up we'll say yeah yeah baby all right justin what do you got to recommend for this week i'm gonna go a little weird on this one you're not gonna see this one coming but on discovery plus there's a show called hometown and it's one of those uh, diy renovation shows okay um ben and aaron are the couple who host it and they are delightful i am in love with ben and aaron uh and i i it's beth loves this show and in watching it when she has it on i have i'll go hey beth it's tuesday the new hometown's out you want to watch it at dinner like i'm it's a fucking good show man so i would say check out if you if you just want to check out, watch a fun, you know, DIY home renovation show. It uh, takes place in Laurel, Mississippi. So they all, they have these adorable little drawls, you know. Um, check out Hometown on Discovery Plus. It's very cool. Hometown. Hometown. <laughs> Different than Home Team, which is a great band. Awesome band, which by the way, yes. they're currently on tour with Senses Fail, which is one of my favorite fucking bands of all time. No, seriously? Yeah. That's super, I'm not saying that sarcastically. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, I'm yeah. super pumped they're going on supporting them. I if Fuck boy. Yeah, I, I I saw them announce that on their Discord and I was like, Did you ah! Did you look at tickets immediately? No, I don't think I don't know if they're coming through the Chicago, the Chicago area, so but I, I, I looked at it. I was like, you coming through here? Because I might. I love fucking love Census Fail. They're great. Yeah. So home team. Awesome. Check out that episode, too. They were awesome guests. So also yeah, they absolutely. signed to a new label. So good for them. Bravo. Doug, what do you got? Um, I'm going to do kind of a bit of a self plug here, but uh, I helped produce and edit another podcast. Uh, and I'm actually getting paid to do it, which is pretty Woo. fucking cool. Um, it's this uh, podcast called Take Two. Your cross-gen mental health check-in with Lindsay and Stacy. So it's Lindsay Fleming and Stacy McCarthy. They're both licensed therapists, mm-hmm. and they essentially are going through, and once a week, they're the first two episodes are out now uh, on YouTube. It's youtube.com slash at uh, Take2Pod. And essentially, they're two therapists, like one's in their 20s, one's kind of like in their late 40s, early 50s. And they're kind of like approaching therapy from their different general generational perspectives. They're taking a look at different 
Um, like there's an episode coming up where they uh, looked at the show shrinking and they're also comparing what very excited what character hear. therapists are in their top ranked and which oh. uh, therapists are in their worst, like both real life and fictional and why. That's- Awesome. I'm legitimately excited to hear about, hear those episodes. Just edited that episode today. And I was like, this is fucking cool. Like they're, they're doing all sorts of stuff. And so you're getting tidbits about therapy. It's not, it's not therapy. So, and they're Mm -hmm. not your therapist. So keep that in mind as you're listening to this, but you'll get some really cool things, um, tidbits. And, you know, Lindsay's done some really cool shit. She actually just did a Ted talk. Um, she's kind of blown up on TikTok. So, um, I've actually really enjoyed helping out with this because I think, you know, their podcast, uh, is covering a really great topic on mental health, and I was very, very honored to assist w- with this. So that's the Take Two podcast, your cross-gen mental health check-in. First two episodes are out now. Essentially, they, you know, uh, Lindsay and Stacy interview each other each in in each episodes, and there's some great bits. They have a great chemistry, and it's been really great working with them. So, yeah, and I'll. I'll say this too, is that the episodes, the first one is 12 minutes. The second one is 26 minutes. They are very digestible. Yes. You can can watch it on YouTube. You can also check it out wherever you find your podcast. They exist there. Either way is good. So I'd recommend that uh, support them because by proxy, you're supporting me too. So, which is great. You know, uh, it's really exciting. Right. And they're awesome. And I already made a couple clips for them. So hopefully you'll see that swirling around here and whatnot. So, it's pretty Zubala cool. Zoom. Zoom. Um, yeah. Well, that being said, uh, you know, speaking of self-promotion gang, please, uh, if you liked what you've listened to here and you're watching on YouTube, hit the like button, hit the subscribe button. It means a lot to us. Um, your, your viewership, your support has been fantastic. We're as we plug along on our little journey here. It's, it's been absolutely great. We appreciate everyone's support in, in, in all that regard. Um, if you want to support us financially, check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash podcast. You can check out our merch at uh, uh, redbubble.com. Join our Discord. We love meeting new people all the time. Uh, link is in the description down below. Um, you know, we'd love to, you know, chat with you and come hang out with us. We do lots of games and stuff like that. You can join in the conversation on the podcast live on Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Central. I host a video game stream on Fridays at 8 p.m. Central. Uh, This Friday apparently is going to be Overwatch 2 because the new season just came out. So you're going to watch me fumble around and fuck that up. And there's rumors that Left 4 Dead 2 will be next weekend. So we'll see how that goes. So we got some good stuff. Last weekend we played Tabletop Simulator. Basically played some digital board games. Had a really good time. So it's a bundle of laughs. It's a bundle of joy. We got all sorts of good stuff over here, so please be sure to um, check us out and all that good stuff. All our social media at MindGap Podcast. Email us at mindgappodcast.gmail.com. I've said enough. Let's turn it over to Justin. <clears throat> While you're in the online realm, check us out. Check me out. Wait, sorry. Hold on. On Instagram, at Justin underscore Michael, spelled M-I-K-E-L. It's a fun way of spelling it. While you're in that online realm, you can check us out in all the places where you find and consume quality podcasts. Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Good Pods, all those familiar places you can find us. All we're going to ask you to do is share, rate, review, like, subscribe, any one of those things, all of those things. They all help us out and make a difference, and they make us feel good. And then 2East8th.com and 2East8th on all social media, loveandimprovfilm.com and loveandimprovfilm on Instagram. That's all I got. Cha-cha-cha-cha. Uh, well, this has been f- so much fun. Uh, yes, sir. And I, uh, it's always a pleasure. It's always a pleasure doing this, and I can't wait to do episode 400 and more. So this will be great. So let's push on. We soldier on, dear sir. We yes. soldier on. Stiff upper lip. 
Mm. Oh, he's scratching the inside of his ears again. <laughs> I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I listened. Uh, with that being said, I'll say, Justin, thank you. Douglas, thank you. Chat, thank you. Listeners, thank you. And you all have a dandy fucking week. Mind Gap Podcast.